Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for Thursday, the 27th of July, 2023. Happy, happy Thursday, as I already said it was. I am Derek Hunter, I am your host, and boy howdy, do we have a lot of crap going on. All in one story. Really, honestly, it is one of those days where you sit there and you think this could be a watershed moment. But I have to be the salt. I have to be the skunk at the garden party. I have to be the one who tells you that whilst there certainly is reason to be happy at this moment, this moment shall pass. And this moment shall pass. Does it mean anything long term? And the answer probably, unfortunately, is no. Anyway, hope you're doing well. Hope you go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or DerekHunter.Locals.com and uh, support the program with the extra bonus content, where I'm sure this will be a topic of much discussion on Glee come Saturday morning. Um, <clears throat> but this is Hunter Biden's plea deal fell apart. Now, on its face, just for that particular reason, for this particular thing, it is something to be excited about. There is a possibility of justice not being skirted here doesn't mean much necessarily it doesn't mean that it will but at least for the moment the prospect is still alive because hunter biden changed his plea from guilty to not guilty which is a very interesting thing to do to have publicly declared yourself guilty of something and then because you didn't get a walk on every possible future illegality to have to walk that back is a tough thing to have to explain, right? Now, the jury, of course, will be selected from people from Delaware. They elected Biden for decades, and uh, they seemingly aren't exactly going to win any trivia nights anytime soon. But there's a possibility people did vote against Joe Biden, too. So there is a possibility the idea of assembling 12 people to look at a deal and say, well, this guy has already confessed to this, therefore he's guilty of it. No guarantee. All the defense needs is one, honestly. And so it'll be pretty easy for them to get, but it will allow for... So if you're sitting there thinking, well, Hunter Biden's going to go to jail, Hunter Biden could go to jail, Hunter Biden this, Hunter Biden... Don't. That's never going to happen. Hunter Biden is never going to go to jail, even when he should. He's not going to go to jail unless there is some sort of seismic shift, smoking gun, and it's part of a plea deal where he's facing 500 years, but he cuts a deal to just do five or something like that. Then maybe he'd go to bed, but he'd or go to jail, but then he'd probably have to roll over on dear old dad, which honestly I'm not surprised if he. I wouldn't be surprised if he did do that because I think that uh, sooner or later, if you love one child more than the others. The others tend to eventually not like that. It might manifest itself in self-destructive behavior and a desperate attempt to please you, but eventually they will turn on you. Eventually, theoretically, or you'll die before that happens, and then they'll write a tell-all book about how awful you were. So we shall see. I wouldn't put anything past this, but 
The Hunter Biden team went into court yesterday. All they had to do was plead guilty. All they had to do was plead guilty. But it turns out that lawyers on Hunter's team were screwing around, apparently. I don't fully understand this, but one of them contacted the the clerk at the courthouse and said they worked for the a Republican on the House Intelligence Committee or the House Oversight Committee, some committee, it doesn't matter, and that the whistleblower testimony, the FBI or the IRS whistleblower testimony that just took place last week that was entered into the record as an amicus brief by the chairman, they needed that pulled. They needed that pulled from the record, which means that they didn't want the judge to consider it, which is a weird thing considering that the Republican member of Congress sent it to the judge. He suddenly have a weird change of heart or whatever. The message wasn't perfectly clear, but it turns out that it was one of Hunter Biden's attorneys who was doing this, who was alleged to have been pretending to be the attorney for a Republican member of the House. So that was really screwed up. That doesn't happen every day. That, I imagine, set up the antennae of the judge going, that's, that's odd, that's curious, that's weird. And so when it came time to enter the plea, the judge had a keen interest in this plea bargain and some very basic questions. And this is where it really falls apart. And this is where it's really telling you. Talk about a sweetheart deal. Now, it's weird that just, what was it, two weeks ago, we had the Democrats in and out of the media, members of Congress, everybody telling us what. This is not a sweetheart deal. This is a pretty average deal. Nobody's, this is just, everybody gets a deal like this. You want a deal like this? I'll give you a deal like this. This isn't a sweetheart deal. Major tax fraud, and you get to plead guilty to two misdemeanors with no jail time, no penalties, nothing. You just you get a little, not even a slap on the wrist. You get to, they'll hold their hand out, and you get to lift your wrist up to their hand. That's how light the slap on the wrist was. Not a sweetheart. A gun charge? You committed a gun felony, but you know what? As long as you pinky swear <clears throat> not to uh, do drugs for the next two years and uh, we won't drug test you, it'll just be on the honor system, then you don't have anything to worry about. You ever heard of a deal like that? No. Well, the judge had some questions, just some basic questions about that. Even though <clears throat> everybody at MSNBC and CNN had sworn to us that there was no sweetheart deal. None whatsoever. Now we're getting reporting that maybe suggests otherwise. Glenn Thrush of the New York Times reported, quote, From the start, the judge seemed highly skeptical of the unusual deal, which offered Hunter Biden broad immunity from prosecution in perpetuity, meaning forever questioning why it had been filed under a provision that gave her no legal authority to reject it. When she was asked, Leo, when she asked Leo Wise, a prosecutor, if there was any precedent for the kind of deal being proposed, he replied, quote, no, your honor, end quote. But we were just assured by legal scholars like Whoopi Goldberg just a couple of weeks ago that there was no sweetheart deal. Joy Behar, the uh, former Supreme Court justice or whatever the hell she was, she, uh, she said there's no sweetheart deal. This is just how business is done. Yet the prosecutors who cooked up this scheme, 
with the defense attorney could cite, when it was their ass on the line, no other deal of the sort. Uh, immunity in perpetuity? In perpetuity? For other crimes? The judge asked, what about if there is a, is there an ongoing investigation? Yes, there is. Well, would this deal prevent the prosecution from filing charges in a Farah case, a foreign agent registration thing, the thing they got Paul Manafort for, right? The thing they go after all these conservatives for. Well, he's an unregistered foreign agent. And it was the prosecutor's understanding that it would not, so they said. Well, it was, once that's on the record, it's kind of on the record, right? If the defense attorneys go, yeah, no, that has nothing to do with it. If they concur, then it's on the actual record. It doesn't matter what kind of deal they set up in the back rooms, in the smoke-filled rooms, in their country clubs. If in there is, and there is way more than enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden being an unregistered foreign agent, you can't go, well, you can't charge him for that. You said in court that it didn't that this covered it. no. They uh they can't come back and change it once it's on the record. If you say this provision doesn't mean that you can't come after him for that, you can't then come back and say this provision does mean that you come back for that, because then you have committed perjury before the court. So right then, once they realized that their sweetheart deal, because it was unprecedented and looked so ridiculous that the prosecutors had to go, well, no, I mean, you can still go after him for those sorts of things. Biden's attorneys were not willing to take the risk. They were not willing to take the risk of having any other... See, they thought they'd gotten away with it scot-free, that this was all over. The broad immunity was their gift to Hunter. See, they negotiated with themselves. I mean, it's, it really is. Hunter Biden was represented by his defense attorneys and by his father's attorneys in the Justice Department. But they'd cooked up this deal. Look, there's a sweetheart deal. It's super broad immunity. Don't worry, we won't follow up on anything else. We'll just get this thing done. And uh, you'll be fine. You'll have gotten away with everything scot-free. Well, the judge said that's a little bit much, don't you think? And the prosecutors could not, because the only way the prosecutors could justify this kind of a deal with that broad of immunity would be the nepotism rule. Yes, it is a super broad deal, Your Honor, but he is the son of the President of the United States. So, you know, what are you going to do? They couldn't admit that, so they cut it out. Once that's on record, the defense attorney said, no, we can't. We can't do that. I mean, this is what they got Paul Manafort on. They were going to put Paul Manafort in prison for the rest of his life, a long time. So they don't want that for Hunter. He's not about to agree to that. So suddenly Hunter had to plead not guilty to that which he had already admitted guilt. Now you're sitting there again going, good, good, get this SOB. It is not over. There is a 30-day respite right now. Right now, in court, the plea is not guilty. But they have 30 days to work this out. 30 days to figure this out. To come up with another kind of deal that is more face-saving for the prosecution this time. 
they're going to have to find a way to reserve the right to charge Hunter Biden with any number of other felonies that are hanging out there without ever actually doing it. Now, that's only possible if Joe Biden wins re-election. See, if you say you can uh, be prosecuted for other things, we're going to continue to investigate, and if we find anything, even other tax cheat things, we're going to come after you. And then never do it. You just agree. Look, well, don't worry. We're not going to look at what we got to do is what we got to tell the judge. We're never going to come after you. It's okay. But we have to do this now. We have to take away this broad immunity, even in official capacity, even though it'll still be there. Don't worry. We won't come at. We're all on the same team here. We're all friends, right? We all smoke the crack pipe together. We're all in this. All the, We're going to the orgy with the hookers later today. So we're all the same. You got to do that. But for that to stick, Joe Biden has to win re-election. If a Republican, any Republican wins re-election, they could go after, they could have a Justice Department that goes, hey, oh, that's weird. They got all these charges hanging out here over, over Hunter Biden's head, and that could open up a can of worms on Joe Biden. We're going to look into that. We're going to start pulling on that thread. Things could go fall apart pretty damn quickly there. So how this next deal is structured, because trust me, this isn't going to trial. How this next deal is structured is going to be interesting to watch. Now, I want to play you a couple of moments from the, <sighs> the, the breaking event, the breaking news story of the day, because you might have missed it. It was interesting to watch the media try and figure out what the hell was going on in real time. First, we have, don't worry, they all got back on board as this is no big deal and, and nothing later on in the day. But at the beginning, this is how MSNBC reported the breaking news. And they said, okay, so you're asking me to accept a plea agreement, but does that cover any potential charges? And she referenced the work that Hunter Biden has done for entities in foreign countries. And she said, does this preclude you from being bringing FARA charges in the future if I accept this plea agreement? And the government said, no, we could bring those charges. The defense, Chris Clark, acting on behalf of Hunter Biden, disagreed with that and said, no, that's not my understanding of the agreement. And then the federal prosecutor said, there's, then there's no deal. That was at 1131. Uh, and Chris Clark, who represents Hunter Biden, says, as far as I'm concerned, the plea agreement is null and void. Just as I left the courtroom itself, the judge determined that there should be a 10-minute recess to try and figure out whether or not the two parties can quickly come to an agreement. They could not quickly come to an agreement. The deal was null and void. Doesn't mean it's going to stay null and void. Just it was null and void. Now here's CNN. All these people had such high hopes. They wanted to put this to bed. They wanted to say that this thing went off with a hitch. They wanted Hunter Biden to be in the clear. They knew what this was. They'd just been lying to their audience. Now the judge asking basic questions that neither legal team was prepared for, which tells you again how sweetheart of a deal this was and how in bed with each other they were. They, uh, this couple of questions just screwed up all their plans. Here's how CNN reported it. 
Breaking news out of Wilmington, Delaware, from the Hunter Biden plea deal hearing. Our Kara Scannell just ran out from inside the courtroom. Kara, bring us up to speed. Yeah, John, so as, we, as I went back into the courtroom, the hearing had just begun again. The judge was back on the bench, and she was pressing the prosecution on this investigation and the four corners of this plea agreement. One of the prosecutors said that the investigation was very much ongoing and that she asked him, well, what is not covered in this plea agreement if you are leaving the possibility for there being other future charges? So then the judge said, would this include a possible FARA charge that's not registering as a foreign agent? The prosecutor said, no, the deal would not include that. It was at that point that she had said to the prosecution, um, you know, if you were not good, if you can charge that, then what does this mean? And the prosecutors, actually, she asked Hunter Biden's attorneys about that, and he said, well, then there's no deal. And the prosecutor said, then there is no deal. So Biden's team said that the plea agreement, as far as they understood it, was now null and void. They were moving ahead to talk about what the next steps would be in this case. So as of right now, the deal appears to be dead and off the table. Uh, and it remains to be seen how they're going to move forward. But he has been charged with those two misdemeanor tax evasion charges. Uh, but one thing we learned is that this investigation is very much still ongoing. This investigation is still very much ongoing. What investigation is that? Now, the viewers of CNN and MSNBC, the readers of the New York Times, upon hearing all of this and about all these investigations, have to be having one of these kind of senior moments where they go, what, what are all these people talking about? Because for the most part, most media outlets have not bothered to report on this, at least not in any honest way. Readers of the New York Times might be confused as to what they're talking about. Why would there be broad immunity? Why would this is just a an accidental TurboTax error that Hunter is accused of, and he made good on it, and it's all good. It's no big deal, and it doesn't involve the president. Doesn't involve anybody. Doesn't involve anything. It's just one of those things. That's the way this had been reported to this point. Imagine if some journalism had been practiced up until this moment where they reported honestly about these things. Then maybe so many of these reporters and certainly their audience members would not have been blindsided by the concept that a federal judge might look at this and go, That's, this is a really broad deal. This is a sweetheart deal. Instead, the media spent last week, last two weeks, telling us this was not a sweetheart deal. This was a normal deal. Everybody could, you want this deal? Here, I'll give you this deal. We'll just give everybody that kind of deal. That's what we were told by these people. And just a little bit of sniffling in the whole house of cards comes a tumbling down. Now listen to CNN, they had a panel, uh, they were flabbergasted by this. That all the lawyers, all the lawyers involved sucked. No, all the lawyers involved didn't suck. All the lawyers involved were in on it. All the lawyers involved were involved in the same thing. They'd cut the sweetheart deal. They were down with it. The only thing that screwed them up is that the judge asked some basic questions. And like, oh, crap, you're not supposed to know. We're not supposed to admit that in open court. We're not supposed, what, why? Well, all right, we can't have a deal then. Listen to this CNN panel, seemingly angry. Someone made a bad mistake here. Am I wrong looking at this saying that, that these someone, whether it be Hunter Biden's defense or prosecutors here. How could how there be such apart? a big miscommunication? I, 
cannot even begin to explain how the Justice Department walks into that courtroom without knowing exactly what the scope of immunity or coverage is for Hunter Biden. And equally, I cannot even begin to understand how Hunter Biden's lawyers walk him into that courthouse without knowing exactly what the constraints, what the limitations of that deal are. They knew exactly what the deal was. They didn't prepare. They weren't willing to admit it in open court because then there is no ambiguity about it being a sweetheart deal. They admit that in court and the best spin in the world. They could drag Rachel Maddow out on a non-Monday to come out and say, this is not a sweetheart deal. This is perfectly normal. But they couldn't get away with it, especially once the judge said, hey, it's, you ever heard anybody get a deal like this? And the prosecutor had to sort of wimply kind of go... No, no, I haven't. No. Once that cat is out of that bag, it's game on. It's problems for the prosecutor and the defense and the defendant. Only short term. These are the people in charge. They will come and uh, cut it. Don't worry. They will cut a deal. It'll be a pinky swear. It'll be behind the scenes. They will have to find one of them like, here, you can have a family member. Make sure that you don't ever, you know, please don't ever uh, worry about this. or whatever. Don't, we will forever protect you. If, if at any point we decide to charge Hunter with these things, you can, uh, here's where I sleep and you can come and get me. There'll be some kind of deal. In the meantime, this will do damage to Joe Biden, provided the networks bother to cover it, which thus far, it's kind of complicated a little bit, and it requires some honesty. So neither one of those things are something at which the mainstream media excels. So we shall see. They could have done this, you know, all along, but that would be too much like work. That would be too close to honest. And uh, just to give you an example, I want to play you this clip from... The View. I know. I try. I don't have a strict no The View audio policy, but I do try to limit the exposure of The View to everybody because I value your hearing. That being said, I just want to show you how clueless, and you think, well, this is dumb. There are a lot of people, a lot of suburban housewives, a lot of the leisure class, the white suburbanite liberal moms who spend their days drinking Chardonnay and regretting ever having children who get their information from the view. The audience is full of people like this. Whoopi Goldberg yesterday. Now, you have to have not only lived under a rock, you have to have rocks in your brain to not understand what the Bidens are accused of, the pay-for-play, the bribery scandal, all of that. You have to have been willfully ignorant or just beyond the pale. Dumb, stupid, uneducated on this issue. Now, what's weird is Whoopi readily admits it. It's as though this is the first time she's ever heard of the concept of bribery in regards to Joe Biden. She works in news. She supposedly works in news. Every single day, she talks about 
the news. And yet she has no freaking idea what's going on. And she is only outshined in her ignorance by the other gaggle of harpies on this panel. Listen to this exchange. Not to impeach yeah. What bribery scam? Yes. <laughs> what, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, it's always, it's so different every day. I mean, you know, they're either freaking out about Barbie or they're upset about, you know, uh, Budweiser beer and just Bud and Light. Just Bud Light. Bud Light. Okay. Now, we don't right? That's right. You don't want out. the wrong thing to get out. Yeah. But I mean, what 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 is what is really happening here? I mean, well, how much mean? punishment does Biden need because he won and they lost? Well, that's the problem. I, they <laughs> keep seeing these indictments coming down from Trump, and they're like, "Hamana, hamana, what are we going to do? Let's turn it around and make it about him, about Biden instead. Take your eyes off of Trump, even though he's a criminal, and put your eyes on this guy instead. Now imagine thinking that. Imagine being that stupid. Imagine that being the depth of your knowledge on a subject about which you are speaking on national television to millions of people. And of course, Joy Behar chimes in. They're just because Trump is a criminal. Trump's not been convicted of anything. If there's anybody involved in all of this who has admitted to illegality, it is, in fact, Hunter Biden. He had agreed to plead guilty to three criminal charges, BS criminal charges, but three criminal charges, no less. But the view ladies don't know that or don't want their audience to know that or whatever. It doesn't count. They're just going after poor Joe. Poor Joe. Here's a question for any one of these hags over at The View. How did Joe Biden get so rich? Where did Joe Biden get his money from? None of them will know. And if Whoopi's sitting there going, what, what bribery? What bribery scandal? What bribery? Then they don't know anything. It is unbelievable to me that these people could sit there and profess their wild ignorance so gleefully, so openly, so plainly. What bribery? I don't know what bribery you're talking about. Oh, no, they're just going after Joe because they went after Trump. We'll prove something about Trump. Joe Biden, we can prove something about Joe Biden. Why should Joe Biden? Why is it that everything is okay when going after Donald Trump and nothing is okay when going after Joe Biden? Why is it that everything is obviously criminal when talking about Donald Trump, the right to counsel the right to the presumption of innocence nope not for him but in perpetuity for joe biden they've accused donald trump of everything under the sun you accuse donald or joe biden of anything anything and it's simply because it's for revenge that's how the stories are generally framed republican investigation into the, it's a congressional investigation why was it that when democrats decided to impeach donald trump over the phone call regarding ukraine that that was not a democrat impeachment inquiry it was just an impeachment inquiry but when the irs produces two count them two career officials at least one of whom is a lifelong democrat to come out and say this is a sweetheart deal this is garbage this was we were railroaded. We were not allowed to investigate. When that is done, when that happens, why is it 
that the story is this is a Republican investigation into the Biden family. Is it just the refusal of Democrats to participate? The refusal of Democrats to care? Now a federal judge, I believe a Democrat-appointed judge, in Delaware has said this deal stinks to high heaven and I can't accept this kind of deal with this kind of broad immunity. And the defense said, well, then there's no deal. There's no way in hell. If you could possibly charge our client with it. Once that all fell apart, the media that had been declaring Hunter to be as pure as the wind-driven snow and not the kind that he used to snort off of Hooker's cracks um, immediately ran away. What happened to the idea that all just went away? It's a witch hunt. They're just going after Hunter. Yeah, they found that he screwed up on his taxes. Oh, wait, you can charge him as a foreign registered agent? Now watch what happens. Watch what happens in the next couple of days. People will start, it'll be a, a Chuck Todd or a Joy Reid, somebody detestable like that, will start talking about how Farah, the Foreign Agent Registration Act, it's not really that big of a deal to violate Farah. Very few people are ever charged with Farah violations and... You know, a lot of people just forget there were a whole bunch of Democrats right when the Democrats were going after Paul Manafort, who went and registered retroactively as foreign agents. Because why? Because, well, they'd been lobbying on behalf of foreign governments for a ton of money and never bothered to do it. Now you watch, that was a very serious crime for which Paul Manafort had to essentially spend the remaining years of his life in prison for. Now it will be just this side of a parking ticket. It'll be just this side of a jaywalking charge. Well, being a unregistered foreign agent, anybody could do that. If you talk to the Chamber of Commerce of, of London and you told a friend, hey, this is a good time to go to London, then suddenly you're an unregistered foreign agent. It's no big deal. It's uh, You pay a fine, you quickly move on. They will downgrade this crime. They will downgrade it. Why? Because they have to. They have to. But at least today, for one day, since they were all caught flat-footed, since none of them had done any real journalism up to this point, a little bit of WTF, a little bit of truth got out there and people are going, wow, that's weird. I thought it was, I thought this wasn't a, a big deal. I thought this was a nothing burger. And now suddenly it's a something sandwich just for a day. Republic, the Democrats will circle their wagons. They'll have their email exchanges tonight. And by the time you hear this, they will have cooked up some sort of thing. It'll be a couple of stupid ideas. They'll try, they'll float some trial balloons. They'll send Ted Lieu or Jamie Raskin or Eric Swalwell out there to say something wildly stupid on Morning Joe. And then they'll refine it throughout the day. And then by the end of the day, they will have settled on whatever the messaging will be. And they'll all be on board and there'll be some shiny distraction. They can ignore this over and it'll be lather, rinse, repeat. Enough time will pass. A new deal will be struck. And Hunter Biden will still not face justice that you or I would face. But at least for this moment, for this moment, if Republicans can message well, they can make this into something. They have to message against the media 
Ronald Reagan's really the only one who's ever been any good at that, but uh, how he did it was out there. Whether or not we have a Republican who can stay focused, who is intelligent enough to be able to articulate all of this, that's the $64,000 question. I don't see that person right now. I see a whole bunch of people who are very good for about 10 seconds, or they can't even hold it together for 10 seconds, and they make everything about themselves, and uh, you lose the fight. You lose, you lose immediately as soon as you go off track and make it about yourself. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's enough for today. It was a good day. Don't I don't mean to be salt on the thing. I am the skunk at the garden party, but there is a garden party. So make sure you have yourself an adult beverage. Get some of the finger food. It's quite lovely. And uh, just be ready to keep fighting. See, this is the problem with so many of us so many of the people in our trench, they get to this point and then they move on. We did it. We did this. And then they forget the all the talk of we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. And then we get to right there and John McCain says no. And that's it. When was the last, that was the last time as I can remember anybody just tried to vote on repealing Obamacare. They did it. This deal was stopped. Well, what does it matter if the deal comes back in four weeks? What does it matter if you stopped it if it's back in four weeks? It doesn't matter. You've got to use this as the opportunity it is. There are no finish lines in politics, only checkpoints. It is a constant rat race. It sucks. Don't get into it if you don't want to play it the way it's played to win. That would be my advice. Anyway, that is enough for today. I appreciate you listening. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap it up and see how right or wrong I was in my pontifications in the next 24 hours. Have a great one.